I don't know what's happening. As the boss of the podcast, I'm concerned that I don't know what's happening. I've only seen it on YouTube. I have so I'm, many questions. Do I need to move on? <laughs> Please. <so>. Okay. okay. <laughs> Does Eyes Wide Shut count as a Christmas movie? No. What's wrong with you? After giving away all of the Mandalorian, this is where we're going to draw the line on spoilers. Wilson! Oh, I was not listening. <laughs> that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening. Did we just J.J. Abrams' this podcast where we had a great 90% and then couldn't land it? Yeah, pretty well. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Just to be clear, did you say Robert De Niro? Yes. I'm sorry. Have you seen the movie? Have you not seen Godfather Part 2? Oh, no. You used to take that back. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say that. All right. The, the listeners at home can't see the look of the <laughs> yeah. movie I have on my face right now. But I, I, want, I want them to know that I am dumbfounded by that comment. This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Uh, I am Kyle with co-hosts Drew and Drew. One of them is handsome. One of them spells his name with you. We have a guest podcast host on this week as well. Our good friend, Will Baker. Uh, this week, we are going to do a new segment we're going to call Best Bud Baker's Buddy Breakdown with our best buddy, Baker, breaking down mirror films. Uh, what's a mirror film, you might ask? Let's, uh, let's get Baker on here. Baker, what do you call a mirror film? Well, uh, the mirror film is something that I have termed because I couldn't think of a better descriptor for two movies that are basically the exact same that come out at basically the exact same time in a nod to the American audience that says, you're so dumb that you will watch the same movie twice so we can all make money. And can, can confirm, have done. Yeah. And guys, <laughs> I did that this week. I had I had to buy White House down not one but two separate times. And oh just <laughs> just, I, buy, just buy it the one time, just own it. Well, I bought it on Amazon and I rented it, but then it didn't work on my phone, so I had to buy it on Apple TV. It was, <laughs> it was a racket, guys. That sounds and, tough. You know, whoever uh, whoever did White House down, whatever studio, they made whatever I don't know sense off of me that I'm sure that they'll make again. Channing Tatum, yeah, thanks so you for your sacrifice. Today, yeah. uh, today we're going to be talking about um, two movies that um, are now very near and dear to my heart, Olympus <laughs> Has Fallen and White House Down. Um, and yeah, I don't know really how you want to get into it. Do you want to... Well, I, I think if I, if I just told you guys, I watched a movie this weekend. It was about a, it was about a guy who's been through some tough times recently. Uh-huh. Uh, is is no longer doesn't have the job he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, the job he wants is to protect the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he ends up being around the White House when a terror a, a terrible thing happens. The White House gets attacked, and the only, and everybody who's paid and like is supposed to protect the president is just dead. They're all dead, and only one person can save the president and. The, the small child that is also in the white house that they have a connection to mm-hmm. uh yeah. it's he's yeah. the only one that can do it and they get out mm-hmm. and say which movie am i talking about am i talking about white house down or oh, I, I, know, I think it's my date with the president's daughter uh, oh that's a really good wow one too. will friedel yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the what we're doing today we're going to talk about the mirror films white house down and olympus has fallen uh both of these movies i think interestingly enough feature 
uh, action stars who also dabbled in rom-coms uh, with Gerard Butler and uh, Channing Tatum, Gerard Butler of Olympus Has Fallen and Channing Tatum of White House Down. Um, and I can imagine if that's how they were introduced all the time. <laughs> oh, Gerard like, Butler. Hi, I'm Gerard Butler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, Olympus Has Fallen, which we can talk about, has spun into quite a successful series Dude, of action oh movies gosh. that I'm you sure Gerard fallen. and I believe there's one more, right? Isn't there's there? There's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so Gerard has fallen. I'm sh- the fall of man. I'm sure that Gerard Butler has quite the savings account because he actually I, just a couple months ago sued them uh, for not giving him enough uh, royalties off the movie. <laughs> I saw fantastic. That. Yeah, he deserves all so, of it because he's literally nice. the only thing in Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that's true or not. I, I think, mean, you know, he's, Olympus I, Has Fallen has Gerard Butler, has Morgan Freeman, sure. uh, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, if you're into that, no, I'm not. That's, why, that's White House Down. Maggie Gyllenhaal's in White House Down. Different Dark Knight. Oh, you're right. Oh, it was uh, uh, Bassett, Angela Bassett. Is that right? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's the... Uh, <laughs> Just that's a really, That's a really great similarity though that white house down and olympus had fallen um decided to pick the other sides of the rachel dawes harvey dent couple that was the thing that i picked oh, up on immediately i, did not even think I was about like that. hey yeah, check yeah. that out guys yeah anyways drew what were you saying this is a great point of the podcast to remember that these movies are very similar and yeah. to review and dissect both of them at the same time is going to be confusing both for the listener and the hosts. And it's okay yeah. if we mess up. Baker has devised a pretty good tool to get us through both movies and to kind I've of I've got some I've about. got some I've got some talking points for sure. Yeah. Um I think maybe let's let's do a, just just for giggles to see how similar they are. Um Kyle, do you have the IMDB page for any of these pulled up? Uh from IMDB. Olympus has fallen. Secret Service agent Mike Banning finds himself trapped inside the White House in the wake of a terrorist attack and works with national security to rescue the president from his kidnappers. Bum, bum, bum. That's actually a little better than White House Downs, which is indicative of these two movies. Uh, while on a tour of the White House with his young daughter, a Capitol policeman springs into action to save his child and protect the president from a heavily armed group of paramilitary invaders. That is White House yeah. Downs. I, I think the only real big difference between these two movies is in Olympus Has Fallen. It is the South Koreans, North, North Koreans, Koreans, someone, North the Koreans. Koreans the, the North Koreans infiltrated it through the South Korean government. Yeah, yes. dignitary. Correct. Okay, so the point his, is it's bad people from overseas. It's the bad the Koreans. Yep. And in White House Down, it is an inside job from it disgruntled employees of the president. James of the Woods. <laughs> Which, by the way, I uh, can we do? Can we do a few minutes on James Woods here? Let's Maybe about minutes. I, I wish we would. But yeah. um, in Olympus Has Fallen, Gerard Butler plays the former head of the presidential security detail for the Secret Service. Correct. That's his job. Mm-hmm. James Woods, who is in his seventies, plays the current head of the presidential security detail. And I don't see the problem. His assistant is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm. I have some pretty serious issues with the commander in chief being protected by those two, first and foremost, because as we learn, 
Maggie Gyllenhaal doesn't do anything in White House Down, and yeah. James Woods is worthless. I would, I would challenge you to name a movie where Maggie Gyllenhaal does anything. She does Ooh. die in Dark Knight. Ooh. Wow, not the podcast you deserve. It's Christian. Not the Nolan podcast reference. you deserve, right there. Um, Everybody, drink. what you what you don't know is IMDb trivia doesn't tell you uh, that James Wood has taken a bullet for the past twelve presidents, and that's why he's worked his way up to the Secret Service head of. There is a actual like plot because these movies are riddled with plot holes. But White House Down does a thing that. Um, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. White House Down um, actually kind of opens themselves up to more plot holes because they oh, decide sure. to have about 4,000 side plots that aren't yes. needed to the story. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I, I have, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I have a question. Yeah. Drew, did you just say that he took a bullet for the last 12 presidents? He this did. was a joke referencing how old he is. Do you think <laughs> that he kept getting hired because they kept thinking he was a human shield? <laughs> They're like, well, this guy loves taking bullets. Like, so I, keep him on staff because this dude is a bullet magnet. Not gonna lie, if there's a proper. bullet in the area, he's hitting it. He's worth keeping on payroll just for that purpose. Yeah. He did honest, say he was around yeah, for 25 yeah. years, so he, he saw a lot of different presidents. And at another point in the movie, he says he'd been doing it for 15 years, which oh, wow. is just of one of those things where yeah. I was Oof. like, guys, come that's on. Just, this is a simple writing. find and replace that's in the script. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, White House Down is uh, pretty much when you watch these movies in secession, like I did repeatedly this week, you come to find that at every point where these same stories could have taken a left or right turn, Mm-hmm. White House Down makes a right turn to develop this other plot and, Ger- and sorry, uh, Olympus Has Fallen <laughs> keeps moving on a straight line that is like, if it doesn't have to do with Gerard Butler kicking someone's ass, we're not going to put it in the movie. We don't like, have time for this. We don't yeah. have time for it. Like, there's so, so many opportunities point. for plot twists where, like, they have to go get the president's son and save him and get him out mm-hmm. so he can't be used as a hostage. And if White House Down had that plot point, they would have had Gerard Butler find the president's son and then lose the president's son. And then that would have been a whole thing. But instead, Olympus has fallen really just efficient with it. And they're like, get him out. Move out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's I got one a question. dude who walks oh, in yes. and he's like, he, and he kills him and then tells the kid, false alarms. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. Keep climbing the chimney. I got a question for you, Baker. Yeah. And, and you are our resident expert on these two movies since you've watched both of them multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the main differences between these movies, uh, as we'll get into in the podcast, is that Olympus Has Fallen is an R-rated film, and White House Down is PG-13. That is a huge, huge difference, which yes. actually, I have a list of questions here Okay, that I, I don't I'm want going to... to... No, 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 no. This is, this is a good segue into the list of okay. questions. Okay, okay. And um, just, I'll pepper them in throughout the discussion. And it's best whatever, because there's several action movie tropes that happen in these mm-hmm. action movies. There's several presidents been presidents been kidnapped by paramilitary forces tropes, evidently, that these two movies are going to overlap with. Bits of American conspiracy, all of that. The first question that I had, though, was what is the best instance of the hero telling the bad guy 
FU. And I have two for you to consider. Yes. The first is from White House Down at the very end where Jamie Foxx, who is the president of the United States, looks at James Woods, who's 70 and the head of his presidential security detail. It's a pretty key thing for me if you haven't picked <laughs> up on that yet. Jamie Foxx looks at James Woods and says, Martin, James Woods, as the president of the United States, this comes with the full weight and power and authority of my office. F you. I've been told I can't actually read that out loud. He says the full word. Yes. The other one is Gerard Butler on the phone with the bad guy whose name escapes <laughs> me and Olympus had fallen. He says, why don't you and I play a game of F off? You go first. And he hangs up the phone. And he hangs up. Yes. So my question for you guys is, who did it better? Dude, that scene with Jamie Foxx is incredible. Is really good. And I think it's less cool. Like, I don't know, man, that's pretty darn cool. The president of the United States just being like, look, with everything and all of my, I'm the most important person on the planet. F off. Pretty great. Yeah. And yeah, this, pretty great. this is, this is a thing that Drew Crawford loves about PG-13 movies. How many F words yeah. did they get? Oh, just one. Just and, one. And you just, you got to use it right. And they used it when right. They get, and when stuff. you get one, you better not waste it. And man. Jamie Foxx milks it too. Oh, he, you up. know, it's, you yeah. know, it's coming. Yep. Yeah, no, he's going to say it. I did a Google search of like coming into this podcast and the R-rated Olympus has fallen has 38 F words. And as we've just stated, the PG-13, which is only allowed one, does have one F word. That's fantastic. I think at this point it is the only right decision that, that, that they made. <laughs> that... <down>. that <laughs> That F word strongly falls in the camp of White House down. That, well, good on not that. only, so I think, I think most of us are agreeing that Olympus has fallen as a better movie overall, but uh, White House down, I think had the two best characters maybe of either franchise uh, because Jamie Foxx as the president of the United States was so cool. I really mm -hmm. liked him. Also, he kind of looked sickly. Like he lost a lot of weight. He did that not look good. No, I yeah, thought I that too. And to they seemed to like try and lighten up his face, which problem. But oh. um, that was kind of something that I was picking up on, where maybe they're trying to make him look older, or maybe that was. Yeah, it's probably part of it because every president always looks worse. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's rough though. You know. Yeah, and then the second, I think my favorite character from either movie uh, was James Woods' character. Even though it's not believable that he's the seventy-year-old like bodyguard yeah. for the president, the most important person on the planet, but like he was just so great. And anytime you get to see Hades in a movie, you gotta just jump all over that and be happy about it. Well, and anytime I see the trainer from any given Sunday, you know, out there <laughs> repping it, uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. Well, I mean, James Woods. So the thing about James Woods' character is that he plays a, another parallel in these movies: is that there are two incredibly obvious he's the bad guy yeah when these movies start and olympus right. has fallen it is um what's that guy's name uh dylan mcdermott at the very beginning of olympus oh. has fallen when he stays behind you're like that's the bad guy i yeah when the moment he came on screen i looked at my wife and i said he's typically the bad guy yeah and james woods <laughs> first... i have i have in my notes wow that bad guy who's always the bad guy in the movie is a secret service member i hope he doesn't betray the president just like four <laughs> minutes into the film james woods is always a bad guy to the extent that he plays the devil in a kid's movie and is the only bad guy in Family Guy. He is the it's bad guy. 
So he's always the bad guy. He shows up on screen and you're like, he's probably the bad guy. Look at his face. And the first thing he does is take his American lapel pin off before he goes to work. He takes the American flag and puts it on the table and his wife's standing there and you're like, that's the bad guy. There he is. <laughs> Done. Yeah, not very subtle. Yeah. And no, then his, they were not, he hates America. They were not very his, subtle with it. His favorite employee, he tells her to leave work early and you're just like, you're up to something. It's his James. last it's, it's day. You know, yeah. it's just, oh, it's always the retirement. It's always the moment that Dylan McDermott uh, said that, oh, I'm going to stay behind and I'm watching Breaking Bad, hell of a retirement mm-hmm. party. I was like, he's bad. Yeah. You can't <laughs> retire. If you are retiring in an action movie, it's either because you are the star and like you just can't get away from the job. And just when you thought you were out, they're going to suck you back in mm-hmm. or you're up to no good. Yeah. Like if you retire in an action movie, you're either the, the hero or the villain. I'm pretty sure that's it. it, It's widely known that if you are retiring or if it's your last day on job, you will be killed. They talked about that in uh, Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. It's Mm -hmm. why if I ever actually retire from my job, I'm just going to I'm just going to walk out. Mm. I'm not going to tell anybody, especially if you have a job. I'm not trying to get sucked into some drama on my last day. Are you serious? I don't have time for that. I put in 50 years over here. So one of my favorite things that baker decided to break these movies down by was best unexplained motive of a character uh and the one from uh white house down is the computer guy skip whatever uh yes why is he in this movie it's, it's <laughs> about about halfway through this movie i was there and I was like why is this character necessary yeah and like i he he does something like kind of at the end that you're like that could have been thank you for smokyism thank you for smokingism away pretty quick but they said that to Aaron Eckhart, who's yeah. in Aaron Eckhart, who's in Thank You for Smoking. Uh, but I think he was the comedic relief, but he had no reason to be in the movie. He's there a comedic nothing. relief in a movie that's actually pretty funny. Like so Drew and I relief. we watched the trailer for White House Down before we started recording this. And he is all over the trailer. He is yeah, it seems like the plot to destroy the White House is hinging upon this hacker and that dude doesn't need to be there oh no he seems like he is the bad guy he's not the clear. bad guy the trailer does makes that, it seem like that dude is very does the trailer give away that james woods is uh, is the bad guy no james he's woods not is not in, in the, trailer. the trailer so my my point is that this is probably marketed so that you were surprised by james wood being the the bad guy ah, and yeah it, we're, we're talking about J- jimmy simpson who yep. has hilarious roles in both psych and I believe How yes. I Met Your Mother. Is that mm-hmm. where he's Edward Forty Hands? Oh. And he also is, Man, he's, is the, yeah. he's the author that's obsessed with the Zodiac and the Zodiac yeah. movie. Oh, and nice. That's nice. kind of what he's really, really known for. Incredible so, actor, incredible comedy relief. And I, I think, Kyle, you're hitting on exactly right, which is, I, I think it's interesting that you, they like chose him to be the like theatrical villain instead of the Jason Clark character. They don't know, like White House Down doesn't know what this movie is. Like, well, that's, yeah. we talked about in the Podmageddon podcast that Roger Deepard called uh, Armageddon like the long, the first two and a half hour trailer ever. Uh, that's what White House Down felt like to me. Just like a movie that was made to make a lot of really good trailers because there's a lot of Guys, fun action, a lot of funny one-liners, but like it really was just like a super long, like thrill ride of a trailer. And that let's talk about- Let's talk about how five minutes of this movie, not an exaggeration, an exact five minutes of this movie is a car chase 
wherein Channing Tatum, Kyle's favorite, yeah, where it's a car chase on the south lawn of the White House, where Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx are in the presidential limo, and they just drive in circles around a fountain. They shoot yeah. a rocket launcher, it fails, and then they crash into a pool. And this is a like two hour movie, like two hours yeah. and change. They spent like a good percentage of this movie driving in circles around a fountain. Didn't need that. Accomplishing okay. nothing. No. Yeah. That whoa, 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 whoa. I think you're clearly but forgetting. Did it look cool? No, it looked bad. <laughs> it looked it looked worse than I think you're clearly forgetting when the president puts on his Air Jordan trainers. And it really true. lets us know the president is a everyman. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the the contrast to that from Olympus Has Fallen is the agent who double crosses the president. And the only it's I've only seen this twice now, but mm-hmm. once recently, once 10 years ago, if I remember correctly, the only reason he gives when Gerard Butler's like, why would you do this? And he just says, I lost my way. I lost, I lost my, my way. way. That's it. That's all he says. And That's then the he, only it would have been way it. more believable if he Aaron was like, Eckhart, for the money. It's Aaron, like, yeah, I would have believed it. Aaron Eckhart yeah. says, uh, like Forbes, how much does a, like a paid mercenary, how much, how does, much a mercenary, does a soul cost these days? Soul cost What's the these running days? rate for a soul these And days? then Forbes, uh, Dylan McDermott, he turns to Aaron Eckhart and he's like, you're one to talk because he's the president and he had a campaign. Yeah. He, so it was he's like, like, he's like, he how much does it cost to buy the White House? No, he just listed things. He goes, Wall, Wall Street. Street. <laughs> and it's like, what? What is happening? What does tobacco. that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wall Street, big tobacco, big pharma. You're like, okay. Um, In direct <laughs> opposition or juxtaposition to the Dylan McDermott character, can we talk about Ruth and Olympus has fallen? Which one is Ruth? Which one is the, Ruth? There's the, so many characters in Olympus in uh, White House Down. The female secretary who doesn't give up her code until she's oh. commanded oh, by the president. Yes. yes. And Dude. her she's being dragged out by her hair. Yes. Like yes. very like she's in John McClain attire, which is just like a wife beater and no shoes, and she has to walk on broken glass. Yeah. And she's just screaming like the national anthem as no, she she's screaming the Pledge of Allegiance. And that's the thing. I was all in on her character until the until moment that moment. She just goes, I pledge allegiance. I was like, No, I'm I'm over this. Dude, like, guys, no, Ruth is cool. I'm I down. went back. Ruth is cool. Ruth is cool, yeah. but that line want, was forced and not realistic. Yes, I and, want the alternate take of this movie where we get Ruth's perspective and she's just John McClane. Like she's in the White House walking around, no shoes on, walking on broken glass, taking down like maybe four or five North Korean terrorists. I think there's that movie plays. There is so much about these two movies that like to me like explains the difference between like a very lean movie and a very bloated movie because like Olympus has fallen is certifiably fun to watch yes and watch over and over again because it has a bit of a John Wick quality where the movie starts and the main character is just like and my role is to kick ass and then the movie will be over and that's all that happens and it's a very straight plot there's no deviation from that and everything goes about as according about according to plan. Literally, Gerard Butler says to the bad guy, save the last bullet for yourself. Otherwise, I'm gonna stick my knife through your skull. Yes. And that's how the bad guy dies. In, in your brain. Yeah, stick my knife in your brain. 
And that is amazing when the action star calls a shot like Babe my, Ruth. My, my favorite one was when he's on the phone with the Speaker of the House, the active uh, president. Morgan Freeman, yes. And all the Joint Chiefs and whoever. And he's like, you can hold me for insubordination later, but uh, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that plan. That plan is stupid. I, yeah. uh, they tried to hold secrets from Gerard Butler, who's the only guy in the White House, which is a dumb thing. And then Gerard yeah. Butler goes, I'm pretty sure I'm on a permanent need to effing no basis. And so, I was like, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 have a quick, I have a quick note on this. Um, Gerard Butler, uh, okay, I loved Olympus This Fallen. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, if Gerard Butler, who was the head of the uh, Secret Service team, mm-hmm. gets sure. fired, and then 18 months later, puts his thumb on a pad it should not work anymore it shouldn't work anymore. it should <laughs> not same thing it should not acknowledge like oh this one is still acceptable now the, i think the, who is not updating the white house security team the only because that's evidently. probably why the north koreans got in guys because that dude got fired literally a year and a half ago and he knows the code <sighs> to the president's safe and just yeah. didn't even have to try a second time. Yeah. He just knew it. He was like, oh, it's probably still 1167. It's all oh, it was. Oh, no. Yeah. I have the one sat phone that the president is allowed to have. I just have it. I haven't been in this facility for almost two years. And I'm the only one that has a problem with this. Also, what do we think is more realistic about where the president's secret sat phone is? And Olympus has fallen. It's in a hidden safe in the Oval Office. And in White House Down, it is in Jamie Foxx's bedside drawer covered by bedside Nick Red Gum. I, I don't know which one I would believe more. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I don't know. Also, uh, in Olympus Has Fallen, he goes, he goes immediately to the sat phone, and then he gets a gun out of the safe. Yeah. Is the president allowed to have a gun in the Oval Office? I'm sure. He He's the president of the United States. Feels like a... Hey. If we're talking about like accuracy, I think it's important that I bring up my wife, who I watched Olympus Has Fallen with, required me to bring up the fact that in Olympus Has Fallen, after the president has been hijacked and every single like the the terrorist plan, if we want to compare terrorist plans, I, I haven't like written out White House's downs, but in Olympus Has Fallen, it's impossible to follow. <laughs> the Olympus Has Fallen like terrorist plan is to airstrike the White House, car bomb the White House human bomb the White House, RPG, and then raid it, kill a dog, which just seems a little over the top. Snipers, I guess, but Gerard Butler takes that sniper down with a handgun, which I find Oh my God, that was my favorite shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they impersonate South Koreans. They have a double agent with uh, Dylan McDermott, a garbage truck drop where they just blow up the tires, which hold a Gatling gun, so that kind of pays off. Like all of that, happens and they've taken the president and then somebody in like the secret service like outside uh congregation says we're in defcon 4 which is the second lowest level of defcon <laughs> i thought that your wife who is a nurse was going to point out that gerard butler's love interest in the movie is a nurse and she is wearing white scrubs and is the only person wearing white scrubs and I think that she was checking her phone and texting while people were running around like without yeah. arms and stuff yeah. and bleeding everywhere. Do you know how That's much my wife thinks do. about me at work? It's, Zero. It, it, <laughs> her, it, it's her, a throwaway her, line, but at one point she goes, triage, how do you want me to classify them? Colors or numbers? And it's like, just pick one. Who cares? Everybody gets dying. it. Yeah, at this point, 
Doesn't matter. Her exact quote was, if DEFCON 4 is the president has been hijacked along with the White House, I don't want to know what a DEFCON 1 is in this movie's like realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so both of these both of these movies basically have the same idea behind them that they're going to create some sort of external threat to the White House that requires the president to go inside the PIAC, which is an unconfirmed secret location inside the White House that's basically a bunker. And Olympus has fallen. They go into the PIAC, and that's where the president is basically the rest of the movie. And White House down, Channing Tatum interrupts it um, and is a terrible shot, by the way. Like, James Woods... <laughs> is not a hundred feet from him and he has an assault rifle and cannot hit him at all. And I'm like, you served three tours and won a medal or not one were rewarded, awarded. It sounds weird to say win. Awarded a medal. You're a bad shot. You should have just killed James Woods right there. Yeah. But instead he does what all action heroes do and he screams, waits, and then shoots. Yeah. So yeah, they both have the kind of the same idea where they're going to create some sort of external threat. But in White House Down, they're like, here's our external threat. We're going to blow up the Capitol building. Yeah. And then go attack the White House. That's a uh, step I, up. I, yeah. I, yeah. I will say one of my favorite things after hearing Drew Allen list out all the things that happened in the attack, uh-huh. it makes the line where the bad guy comes up to the president and says, it takes 15 minutes for your armed services to respond. I took your White House in 13. It's like, yeah. you did all of that in 13 minutes? Yeah. And if I mean, could you imagine the yeah. coordination that had, I mean, like, that's just respect at that point. I didn't actually, I didn't actually clock this either, but I love when a movie uses real time to mm-hmm. feel real time because that is a significant chunk of the movie is them taking over the White House which White House Down does a really poor job of. They spend yeah. 10 minutes on a White House tour that sucks. But that's just so <laughs> we can see the quirky White House tour guide who ultimately saves Channing Tatum's life by hitting a guy with a German grandfather clock. Nice. All things come back full circle in White House Down. Um, yeah, it, that, that- Full clock. Full clock, thank you. Yeah, I, um, yeah I really- liked that part because it felt very real like it felt like this was 13 minutes of me actually watching this movie and that i think at one point uh at one point gerard butler gets the hey you've got 30 minutes to to get this done and get out Mm -hmm. and it was actually 30 minutes from the end of the movie that that Mm -hmm. took place which is what you're going with that the time actually matters and is relevant um unlike every christopher nolan movie (laughs) transitioning from more of the obvious uh character twist to the maybe a little less obvious uh both these movies do do feature somewhat of a surprise twist uh, that maybe you didn't see coming uh which one was y'all's favorite Crawford which one which surprise twist was your favorite real talk for a second coming into this podcast I had only ever seen these movies on uh FX because they have the movies and Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) the (laughs) it was in, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into Olympus Has Fallen, where uh, Morgan Freeman was introduced as the Speaker of the House, and I looked at Emily and go, he's definitely the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, he's up to no good. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen this movie, or, like, in a long time, at least. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure, Speaker of the House, up to no good, Morgan Freeman, he's plotting something. 
And the whole movie, I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. <laughs> I was waiting on it. And I actually checked the timer a couple times on my Apple TV. I was like, okay, you guys Morgan got, Freeman. You, we're, you guys we're, got we're, little time. To we are running out of time. I was like, maybe this is the setup for London has fallen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, and then we got to the credits. I was like, holy shit. He was the good guy. Yeah. I was I was anti Morgan Freeman the whole movie because um, in, in White House Down guy. Richard Jenkins is actually the Speaker of the House yep and is the twist villain which is funny that you talk about like you don't got much time to wedge this thing in there White House Down really pigeonholes that thing in there in the last like two minutes they're like by the yeah. way Richard Jenkins is the bad guy <laughs> totally <laughs> unnecessary didn't yeah. need it at all. <laughs> yeah. When uh when I when I watched this movie again and and that twist happened, which I'd forgotten about, I was like, oh, it's the the dad from Step Brothers. And I don't think yep. Step Brothers had come out when I first saw this movie. So I was like, oh, it's the dad from yeah. Step Brothers. Don't see him in much, you know, lately. And then uh, and then at the end, he's like, he turns out to be the bad guy. And I was like, that was a really great twist. Didn't see that coming. And I was like, wait, hang on. Did they need to do that at all? No, like they had no, they, they had literally that twist at all. <laughs> And it requires this like weird lie for Channing Tatum to be like the president's dead. And then he's like, who are they going to believe? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we didn't not like Richard Jenkins in this movie. I, so Olympus has fallen comes out first in the, the chronology of these two movies. And it's by like two and a half months. I like to believe that there's a world where Channing Tatum goes and sees Olympus has fallen. And as he's watching this movie, he starts going, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh no we did this the, we did we did this the wrong way these are very similar and this is just a better movie <laughs> i think the twist in olympus has fallen uh not being morgan freeman being a good guy is that when they've just taken over the white house yeah and uh and they get the uh, the whoever it was the important person from korea on the screen and they're like yeah, the about Korean to, prime minister. Yeah. Thank you. The prime minister. And he's about to tell them, you know, what their demands are. And he gets shot in the head immediately. And I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I did not see this coming. Uh, but that I think is the surprise to us. It's like, it's not the guy you, and then you know it's going like his, into movie. his liaison is the guy that shoots him, you know, yeah. like when Rick Yoon. I think you could have seen it coming, which exactly right, Will Baker. If you had watched The Fast and the Furious and recognized that oh, Rick Yoon was, sir. Uh, yes, he was the more famous actor. When your liaison is played <laughs> by a more famous actor than the I, prime minister. I got to be honest, I didn't recognize him, but I did get a little nod that he was about to become the bad guy because right as things go bad and start unraveling, Rick Yoon takes his glasses off. And you're like, oh, he's a liar. Oh, he didn't need those glasses. <laughs> he didn't need Uh-oh. the glasses. Mm. Uh oh, jinkies. Not that you guys would ever want to take over the White House. Uh, no, never. Saw... I want it on record. I never would. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yes. Of course, of course. Yeah, you saw two very specific, different plans to take over said White House. Uh, which team had the best plan uh, to take over said White House, in your opinion? I think it's obvious the one that that, that did it successfully and like had an escape plan as well yeah i i i've gone i wrote this question and i wrote this question not actually having an answer because on the one hand in olympus had fallen they had a very clear plan Mm -hmm. um in white house down it didn't really seem like they had a plan 
they kept referencing the plan being like, this wasn't part of the plan. And I was being like, what plan? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what it was. As I'm watching it, I am like, man, they did have the ultimate inevitable thing that I thought in these movies, which is actually a question that I want to ask you guys. If this were to happen in real life, what do you think the government would actually do? Oh, that's interesting. Because uh, I think you saw two different sides, right? You saw Morgan Freeman in Olympus Has Fallen be like, he's still the president. We're going to get him out, whatever. And then the other nameless actor that you don't care about in White House Down is like, time to blow up the White House. Let's do it. And then he dies. And that's what I think the government would do. I mean, I watched Olympus Has Fallen first, which is like coming in right at two hours. And then I watched White House Down. And the entire time I'm watching these two movies for the first time, I'm thinking they just blow the White House up. And it takes two, it takes one and a half movies for them to get there. And when they said that, I was like, yeah, see, finally, someone's doing it. Someone's doing what they would do. They just blow the thing up. <laughs> we're, we're about, yeah, yeah, hold on. I have a, I have an actually big uh, stigma with Olympus has fallen on that point because a C-130 is flying, I don't know, I I don't know how airspace works exactly, but I want to say real close to buildings. So close. and <laughs> they launch two fighter jets to you know kind of strafe it and to be like, hey, you're in restricted airspace. Uh, that's like a really nice warning, but you should have some other jets on standby okay. just to make sure that in case they open Gatling gun fire on your jets, I don't know, maybe it doesn't take you 12 more minutes to launch another jet. There was, there was what? Yeah. There was, there was some definite problems with their approach to how they're dealing with this. I mean, like, I believe when Trump was in office, some rogue like single prop engine plane entered into white house airspace and it went on the news within like four minutes and like they had flanked it with multiple jets within like two minutes. That thing is not getting close. No way. So <laughs> I see 130 decked out with so many. I mean, how many flares were on that mm-hmm. C-130? Because they launched them multiple times. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to do that. I think that the core, like down the middle of the White House down plan like what they were actually trying to do, sneak some guys in, create a diversion, get the president so they could get the nuclear football and then go blow up the Middle East, which was the whole plan. And then what Richard Jenkins' plan was ultimately was to blow up the White House and therefore all of the evidence that he was behind it all. I think that was probably the best plan because otherwise I don't actually believe that a full frontal assault on the White House would be successful or approached with any sort of regard for civilian casualties. I think if they were going after the White House, they would just absolutely wreck shit until it was over. (laughs) They would be like, okay, we're done. Thanks, guys. That you mentioned the nuclear football. One of my favorite lines in Olympus has fallen is when he's like, I've taken over your White House. And then there's just like one second where Aaron Eckhart looks to the football and he goes, I don't want your nuclear codes. And then they just move on. And then yeah. here's the thing, though. He does want his nuclear code. <laughs> <laughs> just a different kind. He just wants different nuclear codes. Real quick, quick fire. Which president did, would you rather be your president? Jamie Foxx version or Aaron Eckhart? 
Well, we all want Jamie Foxx's version. Like, I thought right? Jamie Foxx is so cool. Well, but I, I mean, Aaron Eckhart has a really good Aaron Eckhart as, as my president. Like, that's was, so Jamie, Jamie Foxx has like his everyman backstory. He's the president that I think we all want to believe in, that like the president can be an everyman. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart is every president, though. Like you yeah. look at Aaron Eckhart and you go, this makes sense. Yeah. The one the one scene though when he's like when they're torturing that guy to get his three codes for the Cerberus thing, and Aaron Eckhart's like, give it to him. They'll never get mine. And yes. then they take poor Ruth and start beating the crap out of Ruth. He's like, just give it to him. They won't get mine. I was like, dude, so cool. Like yeah, that's the that was, that's yeah. the guy I, I, I liked so, them. I liked them both. So that was my thing about like the distinction between the presidents was like Jamie Foxx was actively involved in his yeah. Rebuke of the White House being taken over, right? Yeah, and Aaron Eckhart was literally the trapped, yeah, the whole time, yeah. yeah, and all he had was his staunch will to resist yeah. and just hope. I, yeah, and I, I think know. Jamie, I, the, I think the other problem is, is like these two movies come out in a very like particular time in American history, and like they are both like. White House Down is trying to be a little too on the nose about things. Like all of the bad guys are like alt-right, like terrorists. Like that's yeah. their whole bit. And yeah. Jamie Foxx is the president and it's 2013. And that's very much like, hey, do you yeah. see what we're saying here? Whereas the thing that I liked about Olympus Has Fallen is that it is clearly taking place in a hypothetical America where I'm yeah, sitting there going think- like, this isn't happening like at all. <laughs> I think Olympus has fallen is diehard, uh, but just in the White House. Whereas 100%. White House Down is a caricature of SNL sketch of diehard John McClane being stuck in the White House. You know? I just, I, I think like there's so much where like Olympus has fallen is, in, again, I'll say it again, is incredibly lean. It doesn't need anything else. Like it knows what it is. It knows what its purpose is. And it runs through that pretty quickly. Whereas White House Down is bloated from cast to plot to what it's trying to accomplish. There are moments where you're watching this all of a sudden and you go, is this supposed to be a comedy now? Yeah. yeah. And that's really confusing. Will made this comment uh, before we started recording where he was like, I think this might've been the movie where people saw and said, is Channing Tatum actually a comedic actor? Yes. Like it's, it's very weird. Like on accident, is he funny? On yeah. the point of bloated versus lean, I think this is a good segue into like what the movie cost versus what it made, which I think is a large factor into which one became a trilogy, possibly a quadrilogy. But Olympus has fallen, it cost $70 million to make that movie. And a large part of that, I believe, goes to casting both I, I, Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman and mm-hmm. Aaron Eckhart and so on and so forth. And it made 160 million, so that's yeah, good. Uh, and yeah. These are roughly estimations, but that's a 90 million dollar enough to warrant a sequel. And mm-hmm. White House Down cost 150 million to make, so mm-hmm. more than Whoa. twice as much. Because we're we're hiring Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx to play our leads, and they and there's more. There's more in that movie. There's, there's, so a, much there's a there, lot there, of there's a lot of people in that movie. There's so much more, but. You're, you're a very good point, but I think a large part of that movie was like, oh, we have Chain Tatum and Jimmy Fox, and they're going to be funny and action stars, and Sony was really betting on them to be like, carry 
How much did it make? How much did it make? At the cost of 150 million, it made 200 million, which is still a little That's bit good. more. That's the star power, yeah. Uh, and then in in uh, in conclusion, last kind of one for you guys, uh, Baker's my favorite question that Baker had written up for us was, which movie had a better usage of the secret tunnels in the White House? Which I cried laughing while I was reading it while watching White House Down. Uh, very briefly, White House Down, they use the past secret passages that JFK got Marilyn Monroe uh, into the White House, snuck her into the White House, and it doesn't work. They get trapped there actually. Uh, and then in Olympus has fallen, the, the little boy, the president's son uses the secret passages basically to get out. Uh, well, and also they talk about him and that's what they're trying to blow up to escape in Olympus has fallen. Oh, yes. that's right. Which yeah. I personally took offense to the idea that there was a world wherein, which is true, there's secret tunnels in Washington, no doubt. Um, <laughs> I took offense to the fact that they were one, not maintained and two sealed up. I was like, guys, we better have secret tunnels. I hope that there are secret tunnels under my house. I don't care. I want secret tunnels everywhere. <laughs> this this podcast, is in. Will supports the mole people. I support the mole people. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's, the podcast let's retreat has been to the sponsored sewers. by Baco Group and mole people in the sewer. That's tunnels. right. Baco Tech. If you know any CPAs, hit me up. Um, yeah, I think the best use of, but I will say the best use of secret tunnels is, I think this one also goes to White House Down because they actually use them. And the it's how there. the most unnecessary character in the movie unnecessarily dies. My favorite yeah. part about the secret tunnels in uh, Olympus Has Fallen is that they use them for the kid, right? The yeah, where he's kind of like in those but, walls But the main stuff. ones that they, they mention in the first act, mm -hmm. you see them drilling holes into in the second act. You see them exploding in the third act. Mm -hmm. They never actually enter. No, they, they don't. don't actually make it to the secret. And tunnels. in White House Down, so there's this just whole buildup to the secret tunnels. And then right as they're about to enter, Gerard Butler's like, not nah, change plans. Yeah. But it's like, so, oh, who cares? Who cares then? In conclusion, White House Down made more money, had better usage of tunnels, had a better cast, and had a better plan to take over the president. But this movie sucks. Olympus has fallen <laughs> way better. Did Olympus I accurately yeah, sum that better. up? Yes, yes, absolutely. Olympus Has Fallen is is objectively fun, and I will probably watch it again within the next week. All, <laughs> all to watch Gerard Butler take a knife Kick at ass. the end of the movie and stick it through that guy's skull. Because when that happened, I stood up and skipped across my house. I was like, <laughs> oh, he did it, he did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I think that is probably going to do it. All we got time for uh, on this episode of Best Buddy Baker's Breakdown with our best Bud Baker breaking down Mirror Films movie movie time with best friend baker thank you for listening this has been not the podcast you deserve <laughs>